Hey, welcome to Write in 10. This is episode 5. It's felt like a snowball ever since I began letting out episodes. I hope that you're getting something out of this. I'm definitely putting these things in practice because, again, I'm sitting right beside you getting all this expert advice that I'm handing off, but I'm also putting it into my own writing. And thank you for showing up. Showing up is going to be the theme of this episode. Since you showed up here, I would love if you would subscribe to this, if you would rate it, and go ahead and maybe write a review. I would appreciate it. You can also go join our Facebook group, Write in 10. And that's where I'll put up a few more things to get you writing, especially this week. And then everyone can just cheer each other on, stay accountable to things. But mainly, again, it's about the showing up. Once again, on this episode, I'm going to go ahead and start with our cameo. And today, we're going to hear something from Margaret Rinkle. That's R-E-N-K-L. I know, we don't know where the last vowel of her name is. It's all right. So you might have seen Margaret's name or picture a lot of places in the last year. Every Monday, an essay from her comes out in the New York Times Her book, Late Migrations, was picked for the Today Show's book club, Read with Jenna. She just won the 2020 Read Environmental Writing Award from the Southern Environmental Law Center. And her book has been included on 2020's notable book list. So let's hear what she has to say. Hi, this is Margaret Rinkle, and I'm the author of Late Migrations, A Natural History of Love and Loss. I wrote this book uh, in my 50s. It was published shortly before I turned 58 years old, which is pretty old to be a debut author. So I thought I would talk with you for just a minute today about credentialism and how important it is to resist the idea that you aren't a writer unless you're being published or that you're not a writer unless you're being published before a national audience, or you're not a writer if you're not being published for a national audience and winning awards for your writing, or you're not a real writer unless you're winning awards, the very best awards. You see where I'm going with this. The the whole point about being a writer is that you're someone who writes. You're writing because it makes you happier to line words up um, and and have them make a kind of sense to untangle the messiness of life into something sort of orderly and maybe even a little bit beautiful. It feels good to do that. It's reassuring. It settles the mind um, at a time when we're all just frantic or despairing. Uh, writing something can be our our lifeline to calmness and sanity. So I guess my advice to writers is just to write and don't worry about where it's going or who's going to read it. Just write it and and see where it takes you. And if you keep doing it, I wrote my book basically in 15 minutes a day, just setting aside a little bit of time right when I woke up in the morning 
to write a few words. If you do it that way, the words do eventually pile up. And, and if you keep at it long enough, the, the little piles turn into bigger piles. And, and then maybe someday it turns into a book. But even if it doesn't, that doesn't matter. The, the, the point is just to write and do the best you can with it. And don't worry about what comes next. That's for later. When you're writing, all you need to do is write. That's it. Thanks. Thank you, Margaret. Can't thank you enough. Um, I'm going to put a link to some of her New York Times articles, as well as her book, Late Migrations, up at our website, Write in 10. You'll find it under this corresponding blog post. I do one for each of these episodes in case you want to read over it in sort of a different format. It isn't just verbatim. And then I'll also put the book under my favorite books, which is another little category there. We could talk about five or six different things that Margaret just brought up. Today, we're going to focus on you getting into a writing habit. Here's three key ways to really get going with your writing. One, listen to that episode two or read up on anything about shutting out those inner voices of doubt and the critic in your work that prevents you from coming to the page feeling no fear. Number two, give yourself a deadline. Maybe it's a contest. Maybe you're going to do a self-imposed deadline. So you've got to tell someone. You can go to the Write in 10 group on Facebook and do that. You can tell your significant other, a parent. Tell the parrot if it's going to repeat it to you. Number three is developing a habit, which is my Achilles heel. I would love to be one of those routine people, and I'm trying my darndest, but it's difficult for me. Recently, I discovered the book Tiny Habits, The Small Changes That Change Everything by B.J. Fogg. He is the founder and director of the Stanford Persuasive Technology Lab, which now is called the Behavioral Design Lab. Here are the keys, he says, to develop a tiny habit. One, it's got to be tiny. Make it only five seconds, maybe 30 seconds, and stop. That's it. It also needs to require no real effort from you and doesn't cause you pain or bad emotions. So what is that tiny habit for you if you haven't been writing? A great suggestion is either one, opening your laptop and a file, or opening your writer's notebook, or writing one sentence. That's it. Stop after that. Yes, I know, that's crazy. But do that because this guy, he's that scientist person who knows things. So we're just going to do what he says. Of course, this tiny habit can be applied to anything. Maybe it's building your platform, which you hate. Maybe it's editing. Maybe it's networking with other writers. You can find something very tiny to do. So you have that tiny habit, but you need to anchor it to something. So you would say, after I do something I already do, 
I'm going to open my writer's notebook. If you've figured out a good time that you want to write, evening after work, right when you get to the office, first thing in the morning, then what is an anchor task that you do then that you can put this right after so you become like one of Pavlov's dogs? For me, it's coffee. So after I get my coffee, I open up my writer's notebook. The last part that you must do, according to all this research, is celebrate that you did it. That reward or celebration can just be telling yourself you did a great job. That's it. How long did that take you? That whole thing should probably take you 10 seconds at the most. Or you can think of some other reward. So for me, I would say after I get my coffee, I will write one sentence Then I'll take that first sip because I love that first sip. So maybe yours is, after I get to work, I will open up the file of writing ideas and write that one idea that I was thinking of when I was in the car. Shut it down. That's it. Clap for yourself. Swirl in your little twisty chair. Whatever you can do to celebrate that moment. And then continue that small habit, stopping right after you do it, celebrating yourself right away, and leaving it at that for a week, two weeks, a month, whatever you need to do until you have become so brainwashed by yourself that it becomes very simple and very uncomfortable when you don't do it. This podcast is where you and I have made an agreement that you listen to something for about 10 minutes. Yes, I go over. Of course, I go over. And then you do some work on your writing, your writing life, your editing for at least 10 minutes. So this week, go ahead and write for 10 minutes, maybe free write of how you can put some of the principles that you've heard today into action. If this episode was helpful to you, please get in touch with me. You can find me on Twitter, on Instagram, at writein10.com, or you can just send me an email at writein10podcast at gmail, and the 10 is the number 10. To keep all my content free, I'm fortunate to work with some great affiliates like Skillshare. Skillshare is an online class that you can watch videos and do assignments and meet community. If you click details under this episode, you'll have a link where you can get two free months of their premium service for free. They have creative writing classes in there by Roxanne Gay, Roxanne Gay, Ben Percy, Danny Shapiro. So if you want to go more in depth in a class, now's the time to do it and you get two free months. Thanks for listening and I'll see you next week.